Coming up on The Potter's Touch. Rebellion is a spirit that challenges what God has put in order. The absence of order is the birthing of chaos. God can't create in chaos. He had to bring it to order. You can't be creative in a chaotic environment. This is your year to have boundaries, order, and structure. You gotta push back some stuff and say, here and no further. You will not collapse. You will not get every gift I've got in me. Bring forth. The word insurrection comes from a Latin word insurgated that means to rise up. And that's exactly what Miriam did and that's what's happening in our world today. Everybody's rising up with something to say. Everybody's rising up. Well, I think so and so. Well, I think so and so. Well, I think insurge. Everybody's rising up against the collective, organized, structured, developed, hand of God that brings order out of confusion. I want to go into this whole thing about order because order is important. Somebody say order. order. Isn't that what the judge says when they hit the scaffold? They say order in the court. We got to have order. The, 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 the way the, the original sin occurred, the original sin occurred as a violation against the order and the infrastructure that God had set up. God set this thing up, and it was working beautiful. Everybody walking around naked, <laughs> eating fruit and stuff, just chilling, laying up under trees. Nobody had to go to work. No alarm clocks going off. It was just beautiful. No traffic in the morning. It was just beautiful. No reports to be turned in by noon. It was just beautiful. Just laid up under a pineapple tree, drinking coconut juice, talking about, whoa, what's going on? How you doing today? Everything's going fine. God set an order up, a garden of Eden, which was a hangout spot for Adam and Eve and God to hang out there in the garden. But the earth was the lowest, the fullness there of the world, and they that dwell therein, until all of a sudden, this little slithering spirit of insurrection crawls into the garden to rise some kind of question unto, uh, regarding the loyalty uh, toward God and his creation and said, I know he told you one thing, but let me tell you something. You eat this tree. You eat this tree. You're going to know what he knows. Uh, hear the pride in it. Hear the pride in it. You know, Miriam said, uh, doesn't God speak to me? He speak to Moses, yeah, that's cool, but he speak to me too. She could restart or something. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? This whole spirit is the same spirit you see in the garden where the slithering serpent comes in there and says, yeah, yeah, I know what he said, but listen, if you eat of that tree, uh, he's just trying to hold you back. That's what he's trying to do, trying to hold back, kill gifts, he's trying to hold you back. You eat this, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good, girl. It's gonna be good, it's gonna be good. And rebellion is a spirit The Bible said it is as the spirit of witchcraft. Rebellion is a spirit. 
Say that with me. Rebellion is a spirit. Yeah, yeah. I want you, because I want you to be able to identify it. I'm not even concerned about it as it relates to church. I want you to be able to identify it in yourself, in your life, in your children, in the world around you. Rebellion is a spirit. It doesn't matter whether Pharaoh is living or dead. Rebellion is a spirit. It doesn't matter whether you're in the garden or not. Rebellion is a spirit. Rebellion is such a spirit that it will make you tear up good stuff. I'm going into this. I'm going into this. Y'all pray for me because he gave me so much I haven't even gotten to the point yet. Rebellion is a spirit. So wherever it begins to fester, it has come to throw you out of order. Oh, I'm going to hook that up in a minute. It's going to throw you out of order. It wants to throw you out of order. And so it happened in the garden. And, and that's how sin entered. How in the world did it get in? It got in. It's a spirit. It's a spirit that challenges what God has put in order. I know what ought to be done. I know how it ought to be handled. It's a spirit. It's a spirit that rises up. It rises up. Insurrection rises up. It rises up. If something rises up, it wasn't always up. That means it can be in us and not know it. And you have to catch it on the rise. You have to catch it coming out of the gate. You have to catch it in your speech and in your thought process. You have to catch it when the enemy brings it up in your head. They're just overlooking you. You just need to be acknowledged. You just need to be ready. You can do better than they can do. You have to catch it as it rises. Rebuke it down at the root. Get it right at the root. Get it right at the root because it's trying to destroy your house, destroy your job, destroy your career, destroy your future, kill it at the root. Kill it at the root. And all of a sudden we find ourselves in this situation where, where Satan has said to them, if you do this, you're going to be like God. And this is what I want you to understand. Insurrection often starts with admiration. I never will forget something Oprah told me. I'm going to carry it to my grave. She said, watch people. She said, they'll start out at your feet, but they end up at your throat. The same people, the same. No, y'all don't hear me. The same. I don't mean some new people. The same people that started out at your feet end up at your throat. Because it starts out of admiration. We admire our leaders. We always do. As little kids, that's why little kids dress up. You, you, get, you kiss your parents away, and you go in their closet. Come on, let's be honest. You're grown. You can tell now you won't get a whooping. And little kids everywhere, you, you at least once try on your daddy's shoes or your mama's hat, and you walk around, and you get in front of the mirror, and you put your lipstick all up on your face trying to dress up and be, be grown, trying to be grown, trying to be grown. Wouldn't it, isn't it funny that that same spirit still exists later? <laughs> trying to be grown, trying to be grown. Look at me. Oh, yeah, look at me. Look at me. I got it. Look at me. Look at Rather than to wait and grow into it, we rush into it. And then when it doesn't fit, frustration rises. 
problems begin to emerge, and we find ourselves in a critical situation. He says to Eve, if you do this, you will be like God. So she decides to try on her daddy's clothes. Give me this, give me this, I want this. I get, see, it, you, she should have left it, you, well, you know this, she should have left it like it was. When God sets things in order, leave them alone. He knows you want to wear the suit. He knows when you're ready for the suit. If you put it on too soon, it's going to swallow you. Just wait on it. And by the way, when that admiration turns to jealousy and you start wanting to kill the person you used to admire, killing me don't make you king. We're going to get rid of them. You get rid of them. That's not, that doesn't promote you. That doesn't promote you. Give the people the 30 pieces of silver back, Judas. That will not make you the Messiah. Killing him won't make you king. Touch your neighbor and tell him it's the spirit. I'm going to show you one more thing, and then I'm going to get to the point. I haven't got to the point yet. I'm just setting up the framework to get to the point, to get where I'm trying to go. I know it sounds crazy, but I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. He gave me a lot to tell you. The earth teaches us something, the creation of the earth, and the story of the creation, much more than being a scientific illustration of the creation, it sets in order who the author of the earth is, that the earth is the Lord's, the fullness of the world, and they that dwell therein. That is to say, God doesn't explain to us how he did it. He just says, it's mine. And he brings us into it at a stage, at a stage in its development that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the first thing the Bible tells us is that the earth was without form and void. Stay with me because I'm going somewhere. The earth was without form and void. Darkness covered the face of the deep. The Spirit of the Lord, the first thing the Spirit of the Lord did after he said, let there be light, was start putting things in order. This goes over here. That goes over there. The firmaments above the life of the firmaments of the deep. The waters go by. This goes over here. The first thing God does is create boundaries, order, and structure. I had somebody tell me, said, I've been stuck. Somebody texted me last night, said, I've been stuck in the same place for 30 years. That's why you don't have boundaries, order, and structure. Boundaries, order, and structure. Boundaries, order, and structure. No life could grow. No fish could swim. No men could walk. They had the earth, but it didn't have boundaries, order, and structure. Your challenge for 2018 is to get boundaries, order, and structure. This goes over here. That goes over there. I'm not going to worry about that. That's not my problem. I'm going to put my energy over here. Boundaries, order, and structure. Say it with me. Boundaries, order, and structure. Say it again. Boundaries, order, and structure. If you don't want to spend the next billion years just spinning around with nothing happening in your life, you must step into it. Say, let there be light and create boundaries, order, and structure. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. This is your year to have boundaries, 
order and structure. You gotta push back some stuff and say here and no further and push that back and say here and no further. You've got to command something, bring forth. You will be fruitful. You will not die. You will not faint. You will not collapse. You will not, get every gift I've got in me, bring forth. The three things everybody needs in order to survive is food, shelter, and clean water. But for some, those can be hard to come by. The Global Partner System Initiative was created to help us reach every nation. Through our international humanitarian outreach, MegaCare, we provide food, clothes, clean water, and medicine to areas around the world. Visit tdjpartners.org to become a part of our Global Partner System. We're going on a cruise. Join Serena on November 9th through the 16th, 2019, as we set sail from Fort Lauderdale to the Bahamas, Jamaica, the Grand Cayman Islands, and Key West. We have an itinerary filled with fun events created with you in mind. I hope we take over the entire boat. Reserve your spot today. The 2019 TD Jakes Faith and Family Caribbean Cruise. See you there. Telling you that when you have no form and you and you have no boundaries, order, and structure, creativity diminishes. Fruitfulness is destroyed. Productivity dies. And you continue to spin around with nothing meaningful happening in your life. Have you ever noticed the people who gossip the most have the least? Don't they see the connection <laughs> that you don't have the energy to put in your business because all of your energy is in mine? Miriam is all up in Moses' grill. Talking about this Cushite woman. And I understand Miriam a little bit. She's glad to get her brother back. He has been raised in Egypt, in the palace is not inundated with the culture. She wants to keep the culture pure. He has spent 40 years away from them altogether on the run, and now he's back. You understand? And, and the woman he's now in love with is not what she had in mind. It's not what she pictured. He married a Cushite woman. Cushite. Cush. 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 Cushite. See, Cush in Hebrew is black. And she wasn't exactly, you know, she was cool, but it's a guess who's coming to dinner moment. So sister goes off, trips out about a little bit. Moses won't say anything back. Isn't that funny? that Moses, who had the courage to speak to kings, uh -huh. confront pharaohs, fight off magicians, still was helpless to push back the people in his life that he loved, yes. but were out of order. So he won't say anything to her. 
So God came down. I keep coming back to that part because I like that part the best. God came down. God came down. The reason I like that part the best is some battles in my life I won only because God came down. Tell somebody, say, God came down. I didn't have a job, but God came down. I was about to lose my house, but God came down. I was on the verge of a nervous breakdown, but God came down. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying to you. Everybody in here has an unexplainable success story that happened in your life that you can't take credit for, but just in the nick of time, when all hell was breaking loose, then God came. My God, that's why I gotta praise Him. That's why I gotta worship Him. That's why I gotta lift Him up, because every now and then, God just comes. him the praise. I owe him the praise. I should have spoke up. I should have fought for myself. I should have said something, but I didn't. And even though I didn't, he came down. Sit down. I ain't got to the good part yet. So, What's interesting, and watch this, because this, this to me, the Bible said, and then he left them. And as he went up in the cloud, Miriam's skin turned to leprosy. And Aaron looked at her and said, ooh. Moses, we sorry about everything we said about you, man. We should have, we didn't have no business talking about you. Look, look, just pray for us, because you know what happened to her. I don't want nothing else to get over here on. Of all the things that God could have done, number one, he didn't announce to her that he was going to do it. He just did it. When he left them, the residual was... She had leprosy. Leprosy is a disease that causes body members to start to decay and fall off. Leprosy means you start losing stuff. She start losing stuff because of what she said. Stay with me, stay with me, don't go. Don't you go nowhere sitting right there. The Lord left her. Then her fingers started leaving her. She started losing stuff because of what she said. What is this? This is the first mention of this disease showing up in a person's life it shows up as a judgment. It is the only disease in the scripture that you almost never see the word healed around it. It says cleansed. He healed the blind. 
He healed the blind. He healed the lame. He healed this one. He healed that one and cleansed the leprosy. The question becomes, if the things that were meant to be mine are falling off, will I ever get them back? Will I ever get back what fell off? I understand now. That in, I'm not saying in every case, but in some cases, what I lost might be connected to what I say. What I forgot to respect. What I forgot to honor. Do you not know the Bible said, honor thy father and thy mother? That thy days may be longer. It is the only commandment with honor that if you honor them, I don't care whether they're any good or not, if you honor them, this is the deal. I know you're still mad at them, but this is the deal. If you honor them, you live longer. I don't care if you had to go get him out of crack house. I don't care if your mama's turning tricks. If God says, if I honor her, I live longer. Hey, mama, you want some flowers, girl? <laughs> I know you didn't raise me. You gave me up, but here, you cool with me. I can get over it because this is my shot. I don't want the curse of insurrection to be on my life where I start losing stuff because my unforgiveness won't allow me to get over It's going to be some phone calling tonight. It's going to be some phone call. Somebody dialing their mama now. I love you. Text your mama. Tell her right now, I love you. It might give you another week. Text her right now. Text her right now. It might help you out. <laughs> Will I ever get it back? Ten lepers heard that Jesus was in the city. And they came over where he was and hollered at him and said, we, we need to be healed. We need to be set free. We want to be made whole. And Jesus says, go show yourself to the priest. And the Bible says <laughs> that while they were walking, Shaddai. That means it's going to be a process. But the Bible said that, that, that while they were walking, they were healed as they went. They were healed as they went. And they showed themselves to the priest, and the priest declared them cleansed. One of them turned back. And said, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you because what was wrong with me, there was no cure for it. And if you hadn't done what you did when you did it, I would have never got it back again. I thank you for the fingers you gave me. I thank you for the toes you gave me. I thank you for the arms you gave me. I thank you for the legs you gave me. I just want to worship you. Now praise anybody can do it. 
But that kind of deep gully washing worship comes from understanding who God is in you. And that, that, that the breath you breathe and the step you take and the move you make is all a gift you don't deserve, but he, he, he gave it back to you. To everybody who ever lost anything that was rightfully yours, I prophesy to you, God will restore unto you the years that the palmer worm and the canker worm ate up in your life, the things that were eaten up and fallen off. If you walk with him and serve him, get this word in your spirit, while you're walking, God will take the things that fell off. Glory to God. If you lift your hands and open your heart and let this word get down into your heart, I don't know who you are. It may only be 10 people in the room, but whatever you lost, Whatever, 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 whatever. I decree and declare there will be a restoration from the Lord. There will be a restoration from the Lord. There will be a renewal. There will be a revival. There will be a refurbishing. I decree and declare that God will give it back to you. Pressed down, shaken together and running over. God will give it back to you. God will give it back to you. God. God will not men, not clubs, not parties, not flesh, not a new husband, not a new wife. God will give it. Stop looking to other people to do it. God will. God will. God. God all by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you receive that word, touch seven people and tell them I'm getting it back. Yeah, yeah, like you mean it, like you mean it, like you believe it. When you get to number seven, give God a crazy praise in this place. To see clearly, you must have all eyes on him. If you look up, God's gonna bring you up and heal you and deliver you. For your gift to the ministry of any amount, you will receive Bishop's enlightening message, All Eyes on Him on CD, as well as this custom 2019 calendar. The reason the enemy doesn't want you to have intimacy because this is the place where your blessings are birthed. And when your gift is $90 or more, you will receive the All Eyes on Him five-part series on CD and DVD. If you keep going through the same thing over and over again, let's, let's check them eyes. However, when your gift is $150 or more, we will add this attractive decorative wall plaque. Stop crying over your experience. Experience gets you ready to be victorious. This is not the year for you to shout about. This is your year to make contact. When you have all eyes on him, he illuminates your path. If in Canada, visit us online or call to order your digital downloads today. The anointing will fall, not when you are being served. It will fall when you serve. My experience so far has been mind-blowing. It was not an experience, it was an encounter. Absolutely phenomenal. My pen couldn't write fast enough, my hand couldn't write fast enough, I have notes upon notes. God said I'll send a fresh anointing. Just an exchange that you can't explain. So I will go back never the same. You are reapers. When you get back home, step again. You're gonna step 
Step into opportunities. Step into power. It's the International Pastors and Leadership Conference 2019, April 25th through the 27th in Tampa, Florida. Register today at pastorsandleaders.org. Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.